end this episode. Hey guys, it's David Berkby, and this is a bonus episode of The Closing Pitch, where we went on Instagram Live with Rawlings Tigers alumni Eric Webb. During this episode, we talked about uh, his path to becoming the MIAA Player of the Year, how he led the Division II nation in home runs, and what the future holds for him. I hope you guys really enjoy this episode. Eric is an outstanding kid and a player, and you will learn a lot from him. Hope you like it. What's up, brother? How's it going, man? Good, good. What hat you rocking? Uh, this is Cardinals hat from one of my teammates. Who? Carl? Cardinals. Oh, Cardinals hat. There yeah. you go. I like it. Sick. You know. It's yeah. sick, man. Got the little goatee rocking. Yeah. I rock. Clean up a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, that's good. How's everything going today, dude? It's going good. Not a whole lot's happened. Uh, did a little active recovery today with some yard work, so... What, what is active recovery? I, you got to remember, dude, I'm 32 years old. Not uh, it's just, so. uh, I've, I've worked out the past couple of days, so it's kind of like a rest day, but you still kind of move around a little bit and, you know, just a lighter workout day, I guess. I would call those days off days for me. So I, I didn't have any activity. Right, right. <laughs> I see your brother just joined. What's up, Jack? Yeah. Oh, boy. You tell everybody you're going to be on this? They they found out, man. Spiker put together a good a good video. So that, that video yeah. was fire, dude. That yeah, was sweet. Thick. Yeah, that was sweet. So yeah, I got a couple people getting on here tonight. I mean, to quote him, it was easy when you had all the footage of you hitting bombs. So I guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah. everybody doing good in the family, dude. Everybody staying safe. Yeah, doing good. I'm pretty sure Pop's gonna hop on here too pretty soon. So yeah, let's start there. What's up, hey Doug? How we doing, buddy? Good. Well, hey. So let's let's get into this a little bit, guys. We um, we have Eric Webb here, who is a 2016 grad. Is that correct? Yep, that's right. From Francis House Central High School, uh, played for the Tigers for four years, from freshman to senior year. Um, then went on to UCM, which is known as University of Central Missouri. Played right field all four years, right? Um, freshman year, I DH and played left, but okay. other than that, been right. And I'm about to list off some accomplishments, so don't be too humble, dear dude. This is ridiculous. All right. Um, let's see. ABCA first team All American 2019, uh, D2 first team All American 2019, MIAA Player of the Year 2019, first team All MIAA, second team All MIAA, Hitter of the Week multiple times, led the nation in doubles. 26 in one year. I mean, dude, I can keep going on. This is wild. You've had a really awesome career. So I appreciate it. want to kind of start off with a couple questions. And by the way, viewers here, make sure to write in the comment box. If you got any questions that you want Eric or myself to answer during this, please don't hesitate. We'll try to get to those through this Instagram live. But I uh, just want to kind of hear a little bit about your career. So, how, so let's talk about the present. How is your season going like right now? It was your senior year. How was it going prior to the whole COVID nineteen situation? Yeah, well, man, we were off. We were off to a pretty hot start. We were about a third of the way down the season. Um, I mean, we had an unbelievable, unbelievable team put together. Uh, you know, we worked hard through the fall. We were, um, I believe, twenty and three on the season. Dude, eight and zero in conference. So we were rolling a little bit. Um, we were just finishing up uh, our series at Hayes. Were you in the comp? You saw your eight eight games in the conference. Yep. Okay. Eight games in the conference. Uh, Twenty three games overall. So uh, rolling in the haze, and then I think we were we we uh, had to do a doubleheader for the last day just because we got the news. So I mean, 
we were off to a hot start. Pitching staff was unreal. Lot of returner, fire, so. prime to go deep, right? Right, yeah. We were we were looking pretty good. So what was that whole situation like? Because I've talked to a couple other alumni of the Tigers, and I, I, every situation is different. Like, how did you guys find out? How did you guys get yeah, so, uh, yeah, so like I said, we had that doubleheader on that Saturday. And uh, our, we saw coaches talking a little bit before the game, his coach and our coach, Crooks. So uh, we, we kind of knew what it was about, um, news about Division One season being canceled and all that. Came out before that ours. happened before the D two season got canceled. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like earlier. a yeah. So uh, okay. it was that day, and we were, we saw him talking. We played our first game against Hayes, and then we had a huddle in between games. And Crooks was like, "You know, guys, this could be it for the season. Like for the seniors, this could be it. You know, this could be the end of your career." So, um, you know, it, it wasn't. We didn't want it at all. So um, he said, you know, uh, for the guys that that their careers are ending here, like, don't stop now. Play this game right. Play like you always have in this whole season. So uh, went out and played our hardest. And after that, got on the bus the next day and headed back to Warrensburg. So you at least got to finish the next game? Yep. So, yeah, we had a doubleheader that day. So we What was that, that like, dude? Was that, like, the weirdest game ever? It was the weirdest game. I ended up going 0 for 5 that game. I was just like <laughs> – you could be like, we so, could have stopped the season right now. Yeah, I was so I don't frustrated. Need that over. Um, I mean, it was a pretty good game by us. I think we beat Hayes 20 to 4, 25, something like that. So, um, I mean, plenty of guys on our team, you know, went off that game. Just like Crooks said, don't let this affect you. Um, it's kind of, we always, we always talk about dealing with adversity and, you know, mental toughness and how mental grind. Um, there's always going to be adversity. So, this is just one of those things that we had to, you know, it's thrown our way. We just had to handle. Yeah, I mean, that's got to be one of the weirdest feelings, like going through that, like, handshake line at the end and being like, I don't – my season's done, and I don't even know why. Yeah, it it was the weirdest thing ever. Like, I don't really think it hit any of us. Um, I mean, I still feel kind of weird about it. Just, you know, it's the weekend, and I'm sitting at home in St. Louis. Like, man, we'd be in the middle of a game right now. Right. I wonder how it would be going, like, who would be playing. So, it's just weird all around, and, yeah – kind of sucked have you been talking to like a lot of your boys on the team and making sure they're good and how's everyone yeah, taking it we've been talking a little bit um i mean i'm pretty sure all the seniors are coming back maybe one or two okay. that aren't but i mean we'll have a pretty good team next year and a lot of the guys are playing on returning so um it just we, stinks not we talk because you're coming back right yeah correct yeah, yeah it. so it stinks not really knowing how our season we, we're never going to know how that season would have ended you know so uh, that's that's just the big thing is just not really knowing. Here's a funny question. Not that it makes a big difference, but do your stats count from this season or is it just like a race? See ya. As far as I know, I think they count. I have no idea. So you kind of so, get like four and a quarter in? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shortest shortest season in, in UCM history. You should be like, I want those eight bombs back, man. Yeah, I, I need those, those right? Good. <laughs> yeah, I need those. But uh, so we're talking about your, your uh, UCM team – Dude, you had an awesome career there, and you, you obviously have one more year left. What are some highlights that you've had from that career? Like, what, what would you say some of the best things that are ever happened to you for? Right, well, I mean, first of all, just bonding with the, with the guys, and uh, we have an unbelievable coaching staff, and all the guys that come through um, from my freshman year to my senior year. It's crazy. Senior year is, I guess, over, but um, honestly, just building those relationships, hanging out in the dugout, showing up the field, before games and 
you know, we're all listening to music. So that's definitely like top, top favorite is just the relationships and hanging out with the guys. Um, I mean, one of the, my most memorable things is freshman year in Houston. Um, I mean, playing at the Astro Minute, Stadium, right? Yeah. Playing at Minute Maid freshman Every year. year. So that was just unbelievable. And, and Crane, you know, let's just go back every year. So it gets better and better. So How many bombs you hit at the uh, old Minute Maid? Uh, I've hit two now. So two, nice. Yep. One. Uh, you go left field, pull side, or oppo? Both pull. Short porch. You just gotta elevate a little bit. Yeah, so. Take advantage of it, buddy. Right? Yeah. We uh, <laughs> we had uh, Bregman come talk to us uh, my junior year, and he was like, "Yeah, don't mind the short porch. Sorry, no. coach, but pull the ball, boys." <laughs> so, yeah, playing there. Um, Went in the regional last year. That was cool. It was pretty special. That was sweet going to the World Series with that team, and it was really cool. Just a lot, a lot of memories. Every day at the yard, putting in the work, seeing it pay off is, you know, is pretty nice. That's incredible. that's awesome, man. And I mean, you couldn't have a better staff there. I'm a huge fan of Crooks and Stambo. I mean, right. those those are some great dudes. And um, and then you played this summer in or this last summer, and you said you're going this summer to the Alaska Baseball League. And for guys yeah. who don't know that. That's an easy, at least back when I was playing, which was a while ago, but that was a top three, four league in college baseball, full of just dudes everywhere. How was that experience last year? What do you what do you think about right. that? Yeah, it was incredible. Um, I'm very grateful I got to go. Originally, I was supposed to be in uh, El Dorado, Kansas. So, uh, <laughs> a little different. Yeah. Alaska? Crooks, yeah. Kansas. <laughs> yeah. Crooks uh, set me up pretty well there. And, you know, uh, the GM, Pete, and all the coaches up there welcomed me and it was a great experience. The weather up there, I think there was one week where it was in the 90s. But other than that, 75 degrees every day and um, just baseball. You know, the fans were great. I played for the Miners in Matsu. Yep. And we had about 1,300 fans every game, at every home game. So that was – 1,300? Yeah. Holy so, cow, dude. Yeah, they That's showed awesome. out. What you signing like a lot of autographs for a lot of kids. Yeah, after the game, we'd always get them on the field, and they'd hang out and ask for autographs. So that was pretty cool. The first time I've experienced something like that. So um, just a lot of baseball, really good teams, you know, um, great pitchers, uh, a lot of cool dudes up there. So I'm pretty excited to go back. Hopefully all this COVID-19 stuff clears up so, you know, I can get up there again. And you had a killer summer, too. Like, I mean, I, from what I remember, you were you led your team in a lot of categories and what, what did you find the difference? Because, you, I mean, if you guys don't know, UCM is one of the perennial best D2s in the country year in, year out, have been since I was a little kid. Like, they've been that good forever and would compete really, really well against most D1 competition. But you faced a ton of D1 cats there. Did you notice anything different? Like, was it? I mean, yeah, uh, the view is up a little bit, but, I mean, it's nothing that UCM has prepared me for. Um, are you speaking about Alaska? Yeah, Alaska. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, um, the biggest difference was just the velo. Um, guys were probably 92, 95, as in in my double A, they're, I'd say, mid to upper 80s. A couple guys yeah. sit in 90s. So, um, you know, there was a couple mechanical things that I worked on in the summer just uh, with help from the coaches up there. But, uh, yeah, just just the velo. It was pretty cool, though, uh, just seeing how it, how it transferred from the summer into the fall. It actually helped out a lot. So I'm glad I got exposed to that. And I bet. I really liked it. I mean, just knowing you and having coached you for a couple of years in high school, I don't think it would have taken you too long because you always had that – you had the most simple approach ever to hitting, dude. It was yeah. ball, hit ball. It was like, I still, oh, that was I, a little harder. 
So I guess I'll swing a little earlier. I tell people that all the time, you know, uh, Stam Stambo at UCM, he's, he always asks me what pitch I see, and I always seem to say the wrong one. So at this point, I just tell the guys, like, just see the ball hit the ball. I don't know what I hit. All right, good story about Eric. So we're playing my junior or your junior year, and we're in Joplin for the Premier World Series. And the second round of that, we happen to run into a dude who's about to be in the big leagues any day now, if he hasn't already, Forrest Whitley. Oh, the yeah. number one draft pick that year for that next year for the Astros, and he's still their number one prospect. What do you think he was bumping that day? 91, 94, easily in high school? Yeah, he was easily up there with a, with a pretty decent slider. I was going to say, what was his pitch? His slider was gross. And somehow, like, your second at bat, he throws you a first-pitch slider, which you about tear his head off, I think, or something up the middle. And I'm just staring at you, and I'm like, "How? what? Were you looking for that? And I don't I don't think you had an answer. I, I, don't, even th I don't even think so. I mean, it, it helps out when you got Micah in front of you dropping two bombs on him. So. <laughs> yeah, that was sick. Yeah, that was, that was sweet. That was, a, that was a fun game at Pitt State, I believe. But, yeah, yeah. that was, I don't know, just – he just threw it down, down the plate. So. And I swear, Stambo told me the same story about you in some, like, fall inner squad your freshman year. It's like UCM's number one, who's 90-93 from the left side, and he throws you a first-pitch slider, and you about take him off. And you're like, what pitch? He's looking at you and said, like, what pitch was that? And you're like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm telling you guys, all the young guys watching, see ball, hit ball, nothing else to it. But sometimes it's that paralysis by analysis, dude. So. So, um, hey, tell me a little bit about, because we got a lot of high school guys who are listening, so tell me a little bit about your recruiting path, um, kind of how it went, and, you know, what, what made UCM attractive to you? What were you looking at for a school? Yeah, so um, playing in high school, um, I didn't have a ton of schools looking at me. Um, I think I had, I talked to most state just very briefly, and then it was SEMO, Jeffco and UCM. So I really didn't have a lot of guys looking at me, but you know, at first I got caught up with the whole, like, I want to play division one baseball. Like that was so appealing to me, but it was really nothing like that. When I got to UCM, I mean, it was amazing. Um, I went on a showcase there at a camp, um, talked to Chris a little bit and went there. So, um, it's nothing to get caught up like division one, division two, II, division three, uh, Juco. I mean, you're going to see great competition anywhere you go. Um, and if, if scouts need to see you, want to see you, they'll come out and see you no matter where you are. So, um, what UCM, like you said, it was like one of the top, top, uh, schools in the country. So, um, I actually made a T chart, my dad and I of and really took my time, but I am, so thankful that I decided to go to UCM and I think the coaches there and just like the type of baseball we play has helped me grow as a person, as an athlete. I mean, more than I ever could imagine. So, um, I mean, everybody's got their fit. You, you just play ball and everybody around you has the same intent and attitude and effort towards what they're doing. Um, you're going to have a really good time. So yeah, I really love UCM. That's cool. Yeah. By the way, you're a former teammate, uh, Lockwood said he loves you there, buddy. So shout out to Lockwood. Too, buddy. <laughs> but uh, so like what I'm a firm believer of this, Webb, and the more guys I've talked to, I hear that all the time. When you walk onto that campus for the first time, you're gonna you're gonna have a different feeling about that one that you love. So like when you walked on and you, you went on that recruiting visit to UCM and Crooks or I don't know Sambo or who was showing you around, but 
I mean, what was that like? How did you know that? How can you equate that and tell people like who are going on recruiting business what to look for? Right. I mean, it was just, I just felt like I was weightless there. Um, you know, they had, when I went to my, the camp, they sold their all natural field, which was super nice. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was all natural. I played, that was the only time I was on is at the camp because um, we just, we got the turf in, I think 2016 or 2017, a couple right. years. There you go. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I mean, it's a pretty small campus, but it's perfect for me. Um, it's just baseball, baseball, baseball. You know, UCM is kind of known for baseball, their athletics. So um, yeah, it's just a great fit. And the coaches really welcomed me in, welcomed me in and um, yeah, I just really enjoy it there. What are you studying? What are, where are you getting your degree in? So I'm a general studies major with a minor in biology. So um, when I go back next year, I'll either get a certificate for um, like physical education or I'll just uh, get another minor. So I guess this this year kind of helps me decide, give me a little extra time. What do I want to do? It's all right. Oh, yeah. It's all right, man. Yeah. That's right. Were there any other major factors that were real important to you in terms of like, you know, what you were looking for in a school? Yeah. Yeah. I think culture is a big thing, you know, uh, sticking by what they say and, you know, just, just how they get after. I, I, before I went, I was watching UCM, uh, play baseball, you know, I was like, oh, yeah. you know, watching them play and, you know, I just seeing those guys, it was like a different breed. Um, when I was watching those guys play and, you know, I saw that and I was like, that's what I want to be. That's how I want to play the game. I want to play it right. And they definitely had it there. So that kind of swayed me towards UCM and just how they were kind of dirt ballers and, yeah, they really got after it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I don't know if I've ever told you this story, but a big part. So um, one of the guys who had coached there before, who uh, since has taken another job somewhere else, but we were down in Springfield your junior year. This as well, and we were playing a team out of Texas. And I again, I don't know if I told you this, but we were playing a team out of Texas, huh? I said I can't remember. It was the, it was the Fort Worth Cats and. Dude, we were actually getting beaten. That team didn't get beat very often, but right. just wasn't a good game for us. And um, and what are, we were down probably like five or six in the you know bottom of the seventh, and we were home team. And you come up and hit like a – you weren't having a particularly great game. Yeah. So you hit, you hit just like a little dribbler to third base and just busted it down the line. And I think you beat it out. And I looked down at the recruiter down the first baseline, and he flashes me the stopwatch. He said 3.9. And for guys who have no clue what that is, like that home to first time, that is ridiculous. Anytime a guy in high school is running under four, that is ridiculous. But what made that even more special, and I think he probably just called Crooks immediately, was that you were doing it down six in the bottom of seventh of a meaningless high school summer game. You know what I mean? And that's something that is – so important for young guys to understand that you never know what what time or what situation might dictate your future. And at that point, I know from for a fact that that guy said, "Listen, this dude is is one of our guys." I loved every other part of his game, and now I love everything. Like so, yeah. I don't know if I ever told you that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that might have been we were playing at SBU. Yeah, we were at SBU's field. Yeah, I remember right. that. You know, well, yeah, like you said, you never know when someone's watching or. He's got so you always got to play your best, and you know you got to enjoy the game and play it the right way, and you know sometimes it'll re- reward you. So, um, yeah, and you just got to play, have fun, try your best. You know, it's all about attitude and effort. So, um, that's another big thing. Preset UCM. That's really what they want: your best attitude and effort. Of course, it's what you can control, right? Right. So. Control what you can control. 
Well, cool. Look, I think we got a question here, so give me one second. Cool. Um, what's one thing you wish you could have done last season but didn't get to? And that's from more casserole, please. I don't know who that is, but thanks for the question, dude. Yeah, that's my that's my girlfriend. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that's Cassidy. <laughs> well, I, I guess uh, for you, uh, I guess we could have finished the season. That would have been one thing. That would have been great. Um, honestly, just just spend more time with that team. I wish we had more time. Kind of took it for granted, honestly. You know, we we're having such a great season, and then all this happened. Um, yeah, I wish we could have seen how that, that played out, really. It was a special team. Do you guys have a lot of returners coming back, you think? Like, everybody's coming back? Yeah, we had a little group chat to see who come back, and I think we had quite a few seniors there. I think, like, 13 or 14 seniors, and I think, like, 10 of, them, 10 of us are coming back. So Awesome. Um, yeah, we have some pretty good pitchers coming back, too. I can't remember, I'm not sure what, which one of our pitchers are coming back, but uh, okay. we had some pretty good junior pitchers. I'm sure they're returning, but uh, so we're pretty good, pretty good staff again. Thank you, yeah, brother. Yeah. By, by the way, by the way, guys, make sure again, more questions, Mary. Uh, we're here to help. We're here to answer questions. Anything you got, especially you young guys out there, uh, make sure you don't be shy. This this dude will answer anything you got. So send them in. Um, so with this whole COVID situation, something I've noticed about you is because I follow you on social media, is your workouts have been insane. Oh, yeah. And I've been talking to you about it like it's it's honestly just watching it makes me tired. And I've been walking like five miles every day, and that's good for me, but that would be like a the, the easiest day in the world for you. So what have you been doing, dude? Like what? how you been staying in shape? It's just honestly I've, I've just been so out of whack with this whole COVID thing. So um, it's just my routine, you know. I want to stay in routine. Um you know, back at the field, we have a pretty busy day, and, you know, I love every minute of it. And then coming here, I just it, – it's self-discipline, really. I want to keep myself disciplined for whatever happens. That's in schoolwork, working out, hitting, all that good – like, you know, everything. So, um, you know, I, I try to challenge myself, keep myself in good shape. Uh, so I've just been kind of throwing some stuff together. I got into it at the end of the – at the end of last season with the coaches. They all do this CrossFit stuff, and yeah. I really grabbed onto it, and I love it. So – um, I ordered a weighted vest and um, my brother that built that box. So every day, that? for the most part, I put together a CrossFit or some kind of workout and just stay active and stay conditioned. Dude, how heavy is that vest that you're rocking? Um, there's two plates, one in the front, one in the back, and I think it's like 28 pounds or 24 pounds together total. Wow, that's crazy, dude. Um, another comment that came through, uh, what was the biggest adjustment from high school to college from playing in the GAC South with good competition? This is from Coach Harris. Thanks, Coach Harris. Okay. So, Coach? Yeah, um, I guess the biggest difference is, you know, the amount of time that you spent at the field and how much work you put in. Um, I mean, I didn't really expect it because I've never been, you know, I wasn't in college before. So um, going to go hour, two-hour practice in high school, um, so, you know, four or five hour practices every day in, in school. So, you know, the biggest adjustment to me was time management um, and, you know, really putting in my best effort every day, all day. You know, when you get to the college level, everybody's trying to compete for that spot that you're in. So you really have to have your best effort, show up to the field, um, play baseball. And that was the biggest thing for me. Um, besides that, the competition, um, Velo was obviously up. Sure. Um, everybody could play, you know, really good competition, especially the MIAA. We have a lot of good competition that we play. Um, I think we're in one of the best conferences in the nation. So, um, yeah, just good competition. Everybody 
everybody's trying to beat you, you know, especially um, at UCM. We always say we have like a target on our back. Everybody's, you know, gunning for us. So, I mean, we love it. Uh, we know we're going to get everybody's best. They're going to throw, you know, they're going to switch their midweek pitchers. So we get their best pitchers and, you know, uh, no matter where we're at home or away, people are trying to beat us. So you just play your best, play your hardest and enjoy it. Heck yeah. Uh, Michael Sink asked, how far did you hit that ball off a germ? Yeah, so this is a, a funny story. All right. <laughs> What's up, Michael? So, germ uh, was a pitcher on our team, and we had a practice one day. We're kind of mouthing off to each other, so he challenged me at the end of practice. <laughs> it was his uh, best fastball, you know, he was pitching. And uh, so, at the end of practice, Crooks called me into the box, and he got on the mound. And, uh, I mean, I guess I had an advantage. He was only able to throw fastballs, so I'll swing every pitch. <laughs> uh, I think – I was like five or six pitches deep and then pulled it left. Probably about, you know, probably hit the multi there sinks about 600 feet to left. <laughs> yeah. I got a pretty good video. Maybe I'll post that up later. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Dude, those, are the, those are the things that are, that people don't get about college baseball. You can't like, you can't tell people about that beforehand, but it's like, yeah, those are the things you remember. You don't remember all the records. You don't remember everything else, but you remember right. that stuff, man. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was so funny. He was such a good sport about it too, but uh, what a guy. Yeah, that was so fun. That was fun. It's awesome. Then Lockwood said, what's your favorite Tiger memory? Yeah, you know, winning the Natty, that, that uh, national championship in Kaufman. That yeah, was sick. My- I wasn't there, but that I, I followed every pitch on Game Changer, dude. Yeah, that was – so what happened there is we ended up playing uh, this team called the Arlington A's the first game of the tournament, and they ended up beating us like 9-0 to zero or something like that. So uh, we ended up beating a couple teams. We uh, got to the semis at, at T-Bone and played this this team from Texas, the Marshalls. And uh, the, one, of our, one of my teammates, Jesse, he, we're out of pitching. He pitched with a torn hamstring. I heard that. Yeah. yeah. He, his leg was all black and purple and – I mean, he threw a complete game against these guys, and they were, you know, big team from Texas. Everybody was like six feet tall, and uh, we ended up beating those guys. And then we played the A's again at Kaufman, and we ended up that. that was awesome. Oh, that was awesome! Yeah, it was. It was my first time playing on a major league field, so uh, uh, we ended up beating that team that beat us. We beat them fourteen to zero or twelve to zero. Uh, yeah. What I remember from that though is Kenny Piper had an unbelievable yeah. game at short. He he made so many plays that game. It was it was unreal. Dude. And then you know, your, your no, boy came in to close it out. <laughs> you did? Yep. Oh, dude, that yep. remind that was the funniest. Okay, that reminds me of another good story about you. You remember when it was your junior summer and we were playing the Nationals, and they were ridiculously loaded. Like they had probably 14, 15 D1 cats on their team. And they were all seniors, all going on next year, and we were all juniors. And we were in that night game. And I think it was deep in that tournament, we didn't have, like, a whole lot left. And in come, like, you and Lockwood throwing, the catcher and the right fielder, both pumping mid-80s. You struck out their, like, three-hole dude going to some SEC school on three straight fastballs and turned to our <laughs> dugout and started laughing and smiling. You had well, no idea what you were you doing. You can't make that stuff up. I mean, yeah, I think <laughs> – you know, I think Lockwood, I, I can't remember if he came in before me or after me, but he was pumping Ched, so I was like, man, I got to follow that up. So, you know, I, I gave my filler a couple warm-ups and just started throwing fastballs as hard as I could. <laughs> I think you were all... They were like, this kid's throwing so slow. Let's just take him deep, you know? And then I guess I, they were swinging with wolf ball bats, you know? So 
Dude, it was awesome because you were giving uh, the one team back a little bit of trouble because I think you both threw harder than that tournament. He was going to most state on the bump. <laughs> right. Yep, that's right. What's up, Stoll? I'm sure uh, What's up, Stoll? Stoll? Dude. But, yeah. Yeah, old team Mac. I remember he came into a, a game against the Nats uh, in that yep. uh, national tournament. Uh, they were mouthing us pretty good. So, we called old team Mac up, and I think he drove up that day, pitched one game for us and left. Ended up beating them one nothing. God, those are those are awesome games, man. Oh yeah. Another question we got. So you're not like the most of tall stout, right? So you're yep. you're not a little guy, but you're strong. So yeah. how, dude, how did you become the dude who now leads UCM in home runs? What are you at forty four at your career? Uh yeah, I think I'm at forty six right now. What what was the, what's been like your approach out there? I know we talked about it's more a little yeah. bit more simplistic, but like, dude, you hit a ton of bombs. How'd you do that? Right. Well, I think first and foremost, just confidence. You know, in high school, I wasn't a big power hitter. I think I maybe had two career home runs in four years of high school. Um, you know, hitting the weight room and, you know, just practicing with coaches in the cages and all that kind of stuff. You know, once you get your confidence up, it's just you against that pitch on the mound. So we did a lot of occluding, you know, uh, video work with what pitches are being thrown, um, just ton of machine work, video, uh, really kind of, I think, like, my swing's pretty simple as it is, so mm-hmm. there's just some, like, minor adjustments, like where my feet are, my hands are, so uh, there's still things I'm working on. I just got into work with the connection ball, so I'm trying to keep my hands connected more, but, you know, um, going there with a good approach, that's something we preach at UCM all the time, is having a plan. You don't want to go up there just, you know, you're not going to have a good at-bat, so um, we take a lot of pride in our approach, Everybody has their own approach, their own focal point, all that stuff. So, you know, it's kind of individualized, but it's all towards the same goal. You want to be comfortable in the box. You want to be comfortable being uncomfortable is what they say. So, yeah, you know, you get, you get your routine and comfortable in the box, and it's uh, it's nothing different from one at-bat to another. So, you know, when I came up with my routine, uh, it just, I don't know, just uh, just ready to hit and just confident, really. Yeah, I mean, like, so you said something about video work, and I didn't, I didn't know that. What did you guys do? Did you have like video or scouting reports on guys beforehand? So, well, it wasn't necessarily like pitchers in MIAA or anything like that. It's just like uh, apps. We used coaches' phones, tablets, or the TV, and it's just yeah. really, it's. Uh, I think we include from Semo guys. So, oh, low like pitch recognition. Yeah, yeah, include. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. So we we kind of we work on that when we hit. We have different groups, you know. So we'll have guys occluding while other guys are hitting, other guys are met conning. Um, well, I think that helps out tremendously. Did you, you know? Was so it, was it game sense? Yeah, game sense. Sick. Yep. I've heard a lot about it. So that, yep. that was really good. Like, did that help you pick it up by the hand really quickly? Yeah. So there's kind of different things. Like, there's even uh, high school pitchers on there too for the young guys watching this. You get game sense. There's high school pitchers and college pitchers, and even some guys in the minors. So. Um, what it is is it'll be a pitcher throwing the ball, right, and then it'll it'll black out, and then you have to decide if it's a ball or strike, and then fastball, whatever pitches they have, they have them listed. So you have a certain amount of time to kind of recognize what it is and then, uh, like, answer it. So that's nice, sweet. That's awesome, man. Yeah. And then I got a question from uh, looks like your dad. What's the Webby Wiggle, dude? I think I've Webby seen Wiggle? this on Twitter before, but I don't really know. Yeah, that was just a little uh, celebration at second. You got to throw your hands you, up. You want to show bit. it? You want to <laughs> show it? Up. Yeah, don't be too shy. Oh, man, I don't even know. All right. <laughs> Let's see what we got here. 
You got my snakes back there. <laughs> so you know, get on second. Oh, I can't really see it. But you get on second, you kind of just wiggle like that. <laughs> Repping on Alaska here. My minor sweatpants. But yeah, that's just something fun with the guys that we do. You know, everybody's got their own own thing a second. Was that something the whole team or just you? That was just me. Yeah, we uh, as a team we we do the mule kick. You had a you had an extra base hit, you get a mule kick in there. I saw Micah do that one time. I think I've seen him do that. Micah's got a exceptionally well mule kick. <laughs> He's pretty look like a little look like martial artists, dude. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And we have other guys that slip off second and face plant. So <laughs> you know, you never know what you're gonna get. Um, another question we got is what is the best advice this is from coach Harris again what is the best advice you can give to a high school player who wants to play at the next level and how important is a weight room since you briefly mentioned that thanks coach Harris yeah um, I think I think the weight room is is very important you know um, that's where you you gain your power your strength and honestly that's where you, you get some team bonding in too you know I love the weight room Um I in high school I never really did lift out uh, workout, so when I got to school, uh, UCM and you know we had weights three four times a week. Um, started noticing some power in my swing, so I think it's extremely important. Um, you know, and for guys that want to move on to the next level, um, as I mentioned earlier, it doesn't really matter what what school you go to. Um, they're all chasing the national championship, you know, and you know, the coaches there. Are, are going to be able to help you out and they're going to improve your skill, love for the game. And you're, you're going to learn, learn things that you, you never learned before and even about life. So, um, like I said, go into it with an open mind and, uh, enjoy it, play hard and just have a good attitude and effort towards it. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> Got another one from your boy, Michael sink. And, and, uh, I think this one might be a little funny. Yeah. How important is it, in quotations for us short guys, to have tall girlfriends to help us get stuff off the top shelves? <laughs> well, <laughs> Gene, we're, we're bringing stuff back from freshman year here. That's, that's four years ago. <laughs> yeah, that happened. I couldn't reach the popcorn. <laughs> so yeah, um, it's pretty important. Hey, another thing that's really, you know, obviously important to you, because you post about this all the time, um, and this comes from, um, I believe, your your girlfriend now, but how important is your diet? Like, what does it look like, man? You're always posting, like, healthy combinations of different, like, drinks and different food combinations. Like, it's obviously a real important factor in your in your life and your game. So what, what is that? Yeah, so, you know, I think eating's all about balance, you know. You don't want to you don't really have to cut out all the bad food. You just have to, you know, have the right portions and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, Cassidy, she's on here. She, she's a dietetics major. So she's helped me out a, a ton with my, like me, I wouldn't say meal planning, but like what I eat. And, um, I guess that was, that started my freshman year because I actually saw this video with Matt Carpenter talking when he was at TCU, mm-hmm. um, he was eating unhealthy and his, his coach came and talked to him and was like, Hey, you're not performing your best. Like you're not going to, you won't be able to perform at the next level if you keep eating like this. And he said at that moment he changed his eating habits and you know, his, his workout routine. So at that moment I was like, man, I should really like start focusing on what I eat and feeling my body with the right foods. So, um, since I've been in college, I I'm, I'm mainly plant-based now. Um, a lot of tofu. Um, but yeah, I think just getting the proper nutrition in your body, especially with long days, like, four or five hour practices with conditioning and in the weight room, 
you need all that proper food and nutrients in your body to be able to perform and recover, which is a big thing too, recovery, because you don't want to be sore for three to four days because you're going to have to perform the next day. So I think you just got to give up the junk food, maybe have it every once in a while, but I think you should, you should really nail down on eating good food because it's really important for performance and your health. Well, I mean, I think like, I think back to my time and I didn't eat that well, man. I mean, I was eating ramen noodles and whatever I could get my hands yeah, on in college, you know what I mean? But yeah. um, you, you talk about the season and it's, you know, 60 something games. It's like a sprint, right? Right. And it's, you know, you start in late February and boom, you know, end of May, you're, you're done or middle May. So you really, if you're not Focus on your nutrition. If you're not focused on, you know, getting the right stuff in your body, by the end of that season, dude, you're burnt out. You're you're done. You feel like you don't have any, in, you know. Right. And, and, and some of those days, I mean, I remember tons of 12, 13, 14-hour days at the field. I mean, that was not uncommon. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can remember back to my freshman year. We were playing. I think we had, like, I think we are over halfway done with the season, and we are at a Mo West series my freshman year and I was just so I was mentally drained and exhausted. And this is before I was really like eating healthy. And, uh, you know, I talked, Crooks came up to talk to me and was like, what's going on? I was like, I just, I'm, I'm so sore. Like I'm aching. I don't know what's going on right now. I, I guess coming from high school to college baseball, you know, we've never had a season this long. And he said, and he talks to me about like my nutrition and stuff. And that I was like, this is just like proof that, you know, nutrition plays a huge role in athletics. So um, you're right. The season is pretty long and you have to make sure you prepare for it properly and, you know, stay on track the whole, whole way through. Well, I mean, that had to be a big role of your season last year because you, I mean, you not only started off hot, but you carried it. Like it wasn't just these swings, these peaks and valleys. It was, it was a pretty steady deal the whole year and it was arguably your best season. Yeah. Yep. Um, we talked about that. You know, you don't want to ride the highs and lows. You want, you want to stay even. Um, it just, yeah, it prevents like momentum, uh, you know, changes in momentum. So, yeah, I mean, we had a pretty good team last year and we, we did a pretty good job with that. You know, it was focused on not only like one game, one series at a time, but down to one pitch at a time and, you know, putting all your effort into the moment because you can't, you can't start thinking about the national championship in your second game of the season, you know? So, uh, you know, it's all about focusing on playing your best that day. You know, everybody's out to beat you. You have to, you have to only, you can only afford to focus on today. So um, that is just huge. It's just focus on the goal at hand, playing your best that day. And uh, one thing we always say at school is, you know, we're our own competition. You got to show up and, and beat ourselves. So um, practice, you know, we train hard and, you know, we have to beat ourselves at practice and it, it leads into us playing very well in the season. So um, that's pretty important. It's just the mental grind. Yeah, absolutely, man. What would be if you, looking back at your high school career? Okay. Yeah. What would you tell yourself now? Like if you had to give one piece of advice to a high school guy, yeah. we're going to get to that next level or really anything, man. Yeah. What would, what would you, what would you tell him? What would you do different? I would, I would definitely say hit, hit the weight room, hit the weight room. And you know, how, how early, how early? Oh, I mean, career? I guess, we kind of in the fall we hit it at at six a.m. Are you talking about time or life? like in your career? Like oh, okay. freshman in high school. Sophomore, yeah, I would whatever. I would say probably freshman or sophomore in high school. Yeah, just to get going and you know one thing with me is I didn't really have the right uh, form going in like squatting 
I didn't have the right squatting form going into college. So, you know, it took, it took me some time to learn that before I could like start lifting heavy with the guys. So, um, I guess you just use school to kind of get a good foundation, you know, maybe put on some weight before you go into, into college baseball. And, um, I, I would say, yeah, probably the weight room and stay like put an extra work, grab, grab people to stay with you, you know, um, bring guys along that normally wouldn't go hit in the cage on the field. Um, and then go work out. So I just think preparing. It's, I mean, it's, I've always said this and you've heard it from coach Unger and all the other guys who have been around the tigers and hack and all the guys you, you hit with. I think the weight room is the number one separator in guys. There's a lot of talented dudes out there, but there's not many guys in high school that really want to get after it day in, day out. Right. You notice it at the college level, what it's done for you. I mean, you went from a guy who hit two home runs in high school to 44 in your college career, which is an insane dramatic difference. But I think you can credit a lot of that to the weight room. Yeah, for sure. And I've really grown to love it too. So, um, just find, find your passion in baseball, baseball in general, if that's your passion, you know, you have to, you have to fine tune your skills. And even if you're not a big power guy, you have to, you have to put in the work to, to fine tune what you're good at and get even better. Just so, you know, like I said earlier, everybody's competing for your spot or you're competing for the guy in front of you. So you always have to be working and, and putting in the work, like we said. All right, brother. So one last question. Okay. Yep. What does the future hold for Eric Webb? What are you, what are, what are your plans? I mean, obviously let's yeah. play baseball as long as we can. Um, but yeah. what are your, uh, what are your plans for the future? What is it, what does it hold for you? Yeah, well, in short term, I'll be going up to Alaska again, like we talked about, and I'll be coming back to UCM for uh, next season, which I'm really looking forward to. But um, as far as the MLB draft coming up, I'm not sure what it's going to look like during all this COVID stuff. So um, I don't know if there's going to be a draft this year or if they're going to like put it off or maybe only do 20 rounds or something like that. So um, you got to keep our ears open for that just to see what, what comes of it. And um yeah, just keep keep getting after it here while I'm in everybody's in lockdown, you know. Gotta keep yourself accountable and, and disciplined and you know, you gotta stay in shape. So I guess it's just getting ready for for upcoming baseball in school. Dude, and, and no doubt, listen, for you guys who are still watching, this dude is one of the hardest workers. So anywhere you go, anywhere you put your situation any whatever situation you get into, I know you're gonna succeed, dude. Um, you're just, you've been a pleasure to coach. Yeah. We thank you so much for coming on today, man. I had a lot of great questions, a lot of great information. So do keep working your butt off and, uh, yeah. I appreciate see it. you on a field soon, brother. Yeah. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right, man. Thanks guys right. for joining. Yep. See you guys. See you, Donnie. See you guys. Thanks guys for listening to this episode of the closing pitch. It was a great conversation with Eric had a blast doing it. Make sure to go give him a follow on social media. He's always putting out great stuff and make sure to follow the tigers on social media and make sure to leave us a message. We use an app called anchor where you can leave a message or a question for us and me and spiker will make sure to get to it until then make sure you leave a review on Apple or any of the platforms that you listen to. It's huge for us. Please give us a rating five star preferably, and we'll see you in the next episode of The Closing Pitch.